picked up a great beat on your supercar stereo, Jazz. <laughs> you dig it, huh, Spike? Well, let me ramp up the decibels for you. You know, it, it's just good to see that, you know, that there's more than just old creepy men in their basements. <laughs> Kara might have rushed the production of Thundercracker to get it out before Christmas. Kara's just trying to beat everyone to the punch now. Frankly, I think I'm going to end up buying this. This figure's not overly complicated in design. Has the toy version got a different head spell? Isn't there a captain of the Lost Lamppost? He's co-cap. <laughs> he's he's co <laughs> Yeah, especially considering it costs so much. Uh, let's get down to business, shall we? Hello and welcome to Off the Shelf, the voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. I'm Jason. This is episode 58. We are recording a, bit, a little bit into the night on April 22nd, 2016. Uh, joining me tonight, we have Brad. It's just it's just going to be the two of us for this week's show. How are you doing, Brad? I'm doing very good, Jason. How are you? I'm I'm doing I'm doing quite nice quite well. I had a nice little night uh, night excursion into the city and had dinner with some friends, and I rushed home to do a podcast and got called a nerd. <laughs> nerd, <laughs> nerd. Yeah, thanks. That's <laughs> um that's gone well. So yeah, no, that's been that's been good. Other than that, like just I've been working pretty hard the last few weeks, so um that has uh, that has continued. But yep. yeah, how, how about yourself? What are you what have you been up to? Uh, I've tried to have a week off, uh, just two weeks and over, back to back. It's That's been, pretty uh, intense. It has been very intense. Um, flying to Queensland, getting all that done, then working a four-day week, five-day week, and then heading to uh, Melbourne. It's, um, it's taken a bit out. Luckily, I've got this weekend off. I'm going into the bush <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna go find yourself out in the bush. I know. Yeah, I found myself. I just need to get there. So yeah, it's been a very big, a very big fortnight. So <laughs> so it's good to get back into things. I'm back. I'm back home recording. Uh, the last fantastic. two weeks on the road. <laughs> so anything notable from Supernova Melbourne? Um. Uh, it's actually it's, so it's, it's actually it's actually the second time you've done Supernova Melbourne. It's, it's the first return uh, first return engagement for the club. Yeah, we've seen a lot of return uh, visitors to to this table. We had two tables this year. Um, you can check out all the photos in the gallery on the website. Yeah, the, set, the setup was pretty impressive. I, I I was quite a fan. I believe Simon is now selling a glass container, a glass uh, cabinet on the the buy sell trade group. Is it possible that that's actually the same cabinet that was used at Nova? That didn't last long. I know he picked up two new ones during the week. Um, oh, that might be there. Yeah, I don't think it's the big one. He's uh, he's very fond of that, and I can't thank him enough for bringing that along because that was just a that was just a beehive or honey a honey pot attracting people, having it on the ends uh, where it was for G1 and masterpiece figures. Um, I think we might. I think we might have to look at uh, look at a similar setup for other Nova conventions around the country if we if we are going to those. Like, um, yeah, it was it was sort of like it was a centerpiece. It was almost like a defining part of the stand. Like, like you know, got a lot of people interested in it. And once again, we didn't put not for sale on there. So every second question was, <laughs> what's that worth? What's that worth? Or yeah. Just goes just goes to show Supernova is a seller's market, isn't it? It is. We uh we done pretty good too. We sold nearly three thousand dollars worth of goods from the table. Um I can't flank pleasant surprises enough for uh supplying figures for the table as well. Um, yeah, great, that's really nice. I think yeah. um uh, I think uh you said Benny did some something similar up on the Gold Coast as well. Yeah, Benny donated yeah, shockwaves. Benny. <laughs> yeah, we got four four shockwaves off Benny. We sold three of them. I um I should have put one under me um and brought back because I couldn't fit in a suitcase. But I would have sold it on the weekends. There was just people asking hot rod Ironhide, asking for masterpiece stuff. There was nothing there. Um, mm. There was one store that had MP10 for five hundred dollars. We had wow. two of them and sold for three hundred, and they both sold in the first day. So yeah, fantastic. 
Um, so, look, you know, if people are looking for Masterpiece Transformers, maybe that's something we can do for the future. We'll see how it goes. Let's 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 move on. We have, we've we've gotten right into it. So look, hey, um, the the April donation drive is currently on at the moment. You can message Brad via Facebook or via the club's website. That's transformerscca.com, and uh, there's some nice G1 figures on the on the uh, the prize table for the donation drive this month. Uh, there's a Takara Encore Devastator mint in box, a Takara G1 Nor. That's a Sharkticon, and uh, there's. The 2015 reissue uh, G1 Coneheads box uh, from the Platinum Edition series, and there's a mint in box book style reissue G1 Jazz, which is also featuring on the shelf behind me there, which is an increasingly big, busy shelf every week. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, money raised from donation drives and from memberships, uh, memberships to the club as well. They go towards helping us set up tables at conventions, just like Brad was talking about. We like to get out there and. Put the club's name in front of people. We get a lot of people walk past the conventions. Go, oh my God, I remember Transformers. And you know, there, there's been a, a few people who've uh, who've done that at conventions, and are uh, some of the most prolific prolific people that you see posting in the group today. So yep. it's great. We like to bring people together. Now, convention tables are booked for the first half of uh, first half of this year. Plus, there are some birthday celebrations coming up in September. So uh, yeah, look. There's a few. There are some fundraising activities on, and uh, yeah, if you want to, if you want to enter the the donation drive, um, you can send five dollars to Brad. Uh, five dollars gets you one entry into the draw. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the last ticket purchase for this month is on April 29th. So if you are yep. if you are listening to this on like Tuesday or Wednesday, when uh, when it usually sort of when it usually the recording of the podcast usually emerges. Um, get your ticket. Get in. Buy some tickets. You got to be in it to win it. And you know, if if you think that uh, if you think that we provide some value to your life as a Transformers collector, then you know, please do consider donating. Yep. You got a week left. <laughs> there is one week, and until the next one, right? And then there'll be something else. Yeah. Um. One other time. It, it won't be G one. <laughs> Not after this one. <laughs> Well, I, I see it. I see it ahead in the run sheet, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, there is uh, there is one other little event happening at the moment. It's called the Podcast Awards. Now, while while we're comparatively small, and I've just realised that my cat is climbing around <laughs> my Transformers. Oh no! That Eva, that Eva is going to fall. That Eva, no, catch the Eva, catch the Eva. He's, he's pretty careful. That is hilarious. <laughs> you have some restraint there, holding him back. Uh, so he's he's been looking to get up there for quite some time. <laughs> Careful, Debbie. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I'm I may have to I may have to just uh, snap a selfie of, of, of this moment. Just if if you all if you all will forgive me, um, I'm just gonna do this right. Um, <laughs> Meow, meow. Oh. <laughs> you know he can't hear you, right? I've got headphones on. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave him there. He's 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 currently he's currently just in front of Hulky. Um, that tiger track's gonna fall. Yeah, he's, he's, he's gonna no, he's gonna jump down oh, now. Oh, he's over oh, it. He's over oh, it. Oh, go. <laughs> he's sort of over it. No, he's Catch still standing. You know what? That's fine. We're just gonna, we're just going to move on. Um, if this moment, if you think this moment is worthy of a podcast award, <laughs> uh, do please head over to the site at podcastawards.com. Uh, we have some instructions. There is a you have to nominate us using the RSS feed. Uh, the link for that is in the show notes. In, uh, and yeah, if if you want to nominate us under hobbies and collectibles, that would be amazing. And we love each and every one of you. Thank you. Uh, now, Brad, there's also one other little giveaway going on. If you want, do you want to tell people about that? Uh, yes, we are looking for reviews on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Um, I've got a mint in box masterpiece exhaust that I'm going to be giving away. Um, iTunes reviewers in Australia, post up your reviews. If it's outside of iTunes Australia, please take a screen cap and email it to us at transformerscca at gmail.com so I can see it. And uh, episode 60 will be drawing the winner of that uh, Masterpiece Exhaust. Is there a requirement to give it a five-star review? There we go. He's down. Yeah, I think there should be. Yeah. 
we'll, we'll see how well this goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could end badly. Yeah, it could end badly. One of the other segments that we've been trying to trying to get going lately is a very brief look back at things that happened a year ago this week. Uh, the podcast is over a year old, so um, it gives us some perspective on things that happened in the past. Now, I mentioned this guy before um, because my cat just just terrorised him. Uh, the DS9 War in Pocket series got its first combiner uh, with the first images of a little devastator named Hulky. Uh, came out a week ago, a week ago, a year ago this week, not a week ago. <laughs> a week ago, just listen to the last podcast. Um, a year ago this week, we saw the first images of parts of Hulky. Um, you can't really see him up on the show. He's right about there where my finger is. Um, there he is. So he's a little mini devastator. I posted some pictures of him on the group this week. He's pretty cool. Um, I love the way that his legs attach. I'm not so fond of the way his arms attach, but um, you know, beggars, choosers, whatever. So yeah, um, Hulky was first revealed. Masterpiece 26 was revealed to be Road Rage. Um, she's a the she's an Autobot female repaint of Trax. And um, we hit 1,000 members in the group. Sort Yay. of a big deal. Sort of a big deal. Kind of a big thing. And we're nearly at 2,000 now. We're we're, I mean, we're closing in on 1,700. And um, yeah, that number's only going to go up from here. Mm-hmm. That's great to see. So I had a um, I had a clear standout for my favourite post of the week in the Facebook group this week. <laughs> Pun uh, intended. You, yeah, yeah. I, look, look. I think all things together, it stacked up. <laughs> oh God. Oh, well, go. Debbie was ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that, that's true. And you know, like this this post stood head and shoulders above the rest. I'm like, just get to it. <laughs> All right. So, so, um, so my, 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 my good friend Thomas Lim from Singapore, he posted a challenge to members in the group this week to uh, create the largest, the, the tallest Transformers stack that they could, and it had to be freestanding, and you had to get photographs of it from all sides to show that it wasn't leaning on a wall or anything like that. Um, Quite amusing results. There's like pictures of Devastator standing on top of Fort Max with a Starscream standing on top of him, and then yeah, it it was good fun. Um, it was it was fun to see it was fun to see someone doing something fun with their Transformers instead of just sort of lining them up in serious poses on the thing. It's just like you know put put the hands up because it's taller in in this way or something, or you know put put an arm out because it you know gives you a bit more balance and stuff. It's it was really good. It was it was good to sort of play with the, the physical aspects of these toys again. And of course, all the big ones, but um, all the big ones are the ones that people use for sort of the the, the largest height points. But uh, I, I also appreciated that um, someone's someone posted a picture. His son got involved and he'd sort of stacked about five Autobot cars on top of one yeah. on top of the other. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was quite cool. Yeah. So yeah, um, I. I, I heartily enjoyed that. I laughed out loud at several uh, several of the uh, several of the attempts to enter. I did not enter myself. Uh, in fact, my f so my favourite attempt to enter was someone just saying, "Look, I'm an inbox collector. Can I just stack my masterpiece boxes up?" <laughs> uh, and the the best bit about that was Thomas's reaction, going, "No, <laughs> you can't. Yeah. You have to get them out." <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's of, uh, my week. A lot of flat feet and broad shoulders were needed for foundations. Um, no one no one had a G1 Fort Max. Fort Max would have been a good basement. I thought I, thought I saw one in there, but no. So the problem with Fort Max is that his shoulders are different heights. Yeah, true. And so, so you, need, you need something small. <laughs> you need a small block of a transformer or some energon cubes or something to raise the other shoulder up. And one of the shoulders has a, a hinge on it as well, so it's not you can't stand anything flat on it. Yeah, and then a lot we're getting uh, generations Metroplex, but because he's uh, wonky in the hips and the knees, and <laughs> it just all starts to sway. So you need to um, you need to bulk him up with with a few things, but yeah. So um, yeah, that that was that that was highly amusing for me this week. Um, yeah. Highly amusing. Now um, let's let's move on and talk about some news, shall we? No, there's no, there's no two ways of saying this. There's no Hasbro news this week. Was there Hasbro news this week? I didn't see any. No. 
Maybe some but, RID stuff, but that was it. I, so I seem to recall seeing earlier in the week that um, there was confirmation that the Rodimus in um, the... One of the, is it the Planet of Junk set, or is it the Rodimus and Galvatron, the, the set that was that was uh, announced during during BotCon in Brazil? Um, that set is in fact the the, the transform of the Rodimus, and that is in fact the uh, diecast metal titanium version, um, which yeah. is quite surprising. I yeah, I don't like the figure, but I would have thought that they would like just go, okay, well we don't need to use metal for this; we can just make the same parts out of plastic. And you know, save on save on shipping, save on save on shipping weight, save on anything. Uh, but not probably make that figure so much better. It's just the die cast. Right. I got mushroom like mushroom clipping pegs for his knees and that, and it just as soon as you pick him up and go to shake him, the weight just disintegrates him. It comes apart right. the joints. <laughs> um, Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn on the uh, turn on the screen sharing so that we can we can see what's going on with some of the other some of these other stories now. Uh, that has not worked. There we go. There we go. Nice. Um, yeah. So we've got uh, we've got a nice rumor from um, we've got a nice rumor for uh, from uh, well not really that much of a rumor really. This is an official. An official photograph from Takara this week uh, showing uh, the new MP14 Plus Red Alert being carried by a silhouetted figure who bears a remarkable, uh, remarkable resemblance to Inferno. Mm. Now I had to, I had to laugh, and it was Christian Lando that said it uh, that they probably that's just probably the silhouette of the Make Toys Inferno, one <laughs> of the third party ones. <laughs> It's uh, it's entirely possible. I'm just going to yeah. do those. Uh, yeah, um, well, I'm just going to do that for a sec and zip over here and quit my quit my messenger so that it stops showing up messages <laughs> over the uh, over the screen while we're doing this. Sorry about that. We're back. There we go. And yeah, so look, it's it makes, seems to make it pretty clear. Masterpiece Inferno is coming now. Um, we know that 31 is Optimus Primal. We know 30... Is, no, is 31 Optimus Primal? Yes. No, 31 is uh, Dice Stack, is 32. Delta not Magnus? Delta Magnus, sorry, not Dice Stack. Yeah. 32 is Primal? Yep. 30, I don't know, so whatever this, is Primal. Yeah, and, so um, yeah, so 33, Inferno, very likely to be a repaint into Grapple. Um, there is a, there's, a, there's a third truck... Truck former as well, isn't there? Is this a green one? Uh, they, is, that, is, that they, just, is that just uh, is that just rubbish rubbish repaints that I've seen in op shops over the years? They've probably got five different colours they're ready to paint this in for Diaclone and everything else. <laughs> so I'm I'm 100% happy to see this um, this and grapple. I reckon so. Yeah, I I reckon so. Wait and see what it looks like. I'm uh, I'm still pretty keen on the Make Toys one, even with this announcement. So we'll see what happens. And next next week or two, we'll see pictures of this. Mm. So I do have um, I, I do have uh, the Ocular Max Inferno on order from uh, from Premium. So uh, look, I'm 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 not really willing to I'm not really willing to um, cancel that order or anything because of this. So um, you know. There's room. There's room enough in my collection for two until I decide there's not, and then I'll sell one of them down the line at some point. But well, we'll that's, that <laughs> and that's exactly right. You can get them now. They're not going to drop in price any in the next six months. So you get them both and work out which one you don't want. You can easily sell sell one of them off and get your money back. Now here's a question: Why is he carrying MP14 Plus? Is this, is this? Is this? Is it a reference to a particular episode? I'm guessing there's one episode in season two, season one, where uh, he carried Red Alert. There must be some reason. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's also let's move on. Uh, there is well, more. I don't, I don't know what his accessories will be. So he comes with the accessory of anima uh, animated coloured Red Alert. <laughs> That sounds decent. Your yeah. your 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 accessory is an entire other masterpiece. Yeah, speaking of else. <laughs> speaking of entire other masterpieces, 
Let's talk a little bit about Ratchet. Uh, specifically, mm. well, specifically, this story is about Ratchet. Uh, Ratchet's coin. Interesting return to um, distributing coins with figures because uh, Hasbro Asia has not distributed a coin with Ramjet, um, mm. but uh, we're back to it with we're back to it with Ratchet. There's a it's kind of a similar coin to Ironhide, which is fair enough because he's kind of a similar transformer to Ironhide. Um, mm. I mean, the other news the other news with Ratchet is that um, he has actually been released. He's out. He's ready. To, he's ready to roll. He's on sale in Hong Kong. If you if you walk into any of the Transformers stores there. You can pick him up off the shelf now. Yep, I got a notification earlier this week from BBTS saying he's uh, coming in the next ten days, finalised payment. So he's uh, is just about to head out. Sounds good. Sounds sounds good. He's, I mean, I think ultimately, uh, despite all the despite all the whinging, um, Ironhide was pretty well received. So I expect Ratchet to be as well. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, look, I assume a bunch of us are going to start getting our hands on Ratchet in the next couple of weeks, and um, we'll have some nice reports back on uh, on new Masterpiece toys pretty soon. It's just like Ironhide, only white. Speaking of Ironhide, let's talk about some uh, let's talk about some third party upgrades to the Masterpiece Ironhide now. I got to be honest. This this kind of worries me. This is the Transfusion TFS01. It's an upgrade set for Masterpiece Ironhide. Now, it ostensibly kind of takes care of the hip skirt issue. And my cat is making a nuisance of himself again. Get out. There you go. Um, there you go. That's a nice amount of noise in the background of the podcast. There. Uh, so yeah, sorry. So yeah, this figure, uh, this add-on kit, it takes care of the hip skirt issue. I'm not really sure. I'm not entirely sure that I trust a third party to. I don't know to make a replacement door like this for a character. He's also got a. He's also got a new. Uh, is it a new head sculpt or is it just a just a new helmet? I think it's a new head sculpt. Yeah, I'm guessing because it's grey, the whole thing, the whole thing's new. Yeah. See this. And so whole, this it's got the whole panels. This picture doesn't really uh, give me much, much um, faith. Like Look at that, that gap. That, that panel that gap. does not. That panel does not match up at all. <laughs> no. They, they, they also they also have not done a very good job of actually transforming him and making the other panels line up as well. So, like this, this just makes it look really bad. Uh, and this is going to be forty or fifty bucks at least. Oh hey, hey, look, there's so there's also new front wheels as well. So they've uh, uh, they've they've given his they've, still, given his they've given his butt cheeks a remold. But they still fold around in the butt. <laughs> yeah, the, I, my, one, of, so one of the biggest I, things one of the biggest things I heard was always got butt cheek wheels, and they haven't addressed that at all. But I don't know how you would. They, what they have addressed is where the uh, the wheels are connected onto that front panel. If you look at the shot from the back there, you can see where you can see how they can now connect up towards his, uh, I guess, yeah, to, those arms. His upper hips. Yeah, yeah, towards yeah. his arms. Yeah. So that's obviously why they've uh, produced some new wheels. Whether or not those wheels, they don't look like they really fit with the like the front tire and the back tire. But maybe that's just because we're looking at you know obviously a prototype or a three D print of this. So yeah, so, but yes, even so. go back go back to the main bot mode, the first pick. I don't. I don't think it adds to the moving those panels up in there. Yes, it gives the, the nose, like the front of the car, more of a dominance on the chest, but it it looks like it's really hanging down. They haven't taken this. This figure is just not photogenic at all. Even now that no, they've we, taken we, the hip flaps we, off, no, it still don't. looks shit. <laughs> we, we know that it's all, it's always looked bad in photos. It's been a it's been a point of criticism for the figure since it was announced. But uh, yeah. surprise, surprise! When you get it in hand, everyone loves it. So great. Yeah, yeah. I got no I got no issue with the head itself. If if they want to make a couple of replacement clipping heads um, with maybe some O's and some E mouths and fair enough. But yeah, you know, it actually surprises me that people don't make replacement faces for masterpieces more. And especially with him, where you just tap the crown, it pops off like it's so easy. It's not unscrewing the back and untabbing and everything else. It's just mm. push push the crown down, it pops off, put a new one on. Like it's it's a fairly easy way to replace a head or like a face. But 
no one's doing the faces. It's an easy way to get ahead in life, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> Traveling on from here, we also have. Uh, so we are we are we are thick into the the third party news at the moment. Now, I, I have to admit, I've been I've had a renewed interest in little bots in the last few weeks, and I, you know, I think part of it is because I uh, I picked up a couple of these. Um, let me just flip the camera back onto me here. I picked up a couple of these little world's smallest transformers. Um, last time I was at the the oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you know, like they, these these guys are pretty awesome and they're they're pretty tiny. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I've and also I've picked up a I've picked up an, uh, an animated activator, um, the the transparent uh, animated one from a couple of a few years ago. And so like I'm I'm sort of I'm kind of getting into this small bot mode, small bot thing again. There's, uh, I think it's Warbatron X-Ray, I think he is, and um, so I, I, I'm starting to look at these. I'm starting to look at these figures by Iron Factory with a lot more interest now. Um, so there, there's, uh, oh, and of course the little tiny Hulky, which is up on my shelf. I, sh- I really should have gotten him down for this. I'm sorry, but um, yeah. So I, I'm starting to, I'm really starting to look at a lot of these, um, a lot of these little figures. With you know different eyes, I, I used to not really, I used to not really be into them, and now I'm sort of like, yeah, this is cool. Maybe it's because I don't actually have that much space to actually display things um, anymore. And so, if I'm if I'm going to try to get maximum, if I'm going to try and get maximum uh, maximum space out of things, um, you know, get maximum number of figures into into the space available. And I'm going to want to look at these little guys, and uh, you know, so maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I can see myself adding a shelf of these in the future. And like, it's it's actually pretty easy to get them. So the and I, enough talking about what Iron Factory's been doing because they've been doing these for a little while, and they're all um, sort of comic styled. So they've announced Scorponok this week, and here's a little he's a little Scorponok, and he's super detailed. He's got lots of he's got all of Scorponok's little guns hanging off him. Um, it looks pretty awesome. He's he's even got tilting ankles for you know just to be able to make him pull off any all of these other little poses. So um, yeah, I'm pretty interested in these. I, I I'm gonna have to go and actually do some research because Iron Factory has been making these for a while and there's quite a few different uh, different kits out there. What, what what do you what do you think of these? Uh, what do you think of the, the little the little uh, Iron Factory figures in general, Brad? And like and like is this Scorponok something that you're gonna go for? Well, first up, was he? Uh, did he have the Toy World photographers in there? Because that pelvis thrust is I know. extreme. <laughs> that is extreme. Um, yeah, if, think... if you look if you look at this angle though, I actually don't think it's a thrust. I think that's just how he transforms. Yeah. Scorponok lays down. Hey. Scorponok essentially lays down to transform. Um, yeah, the that's G1 fine. Version. So he he looks he looks fine from this angle as well. Yeah, I um, legend legend size figures of the past have mainly been movie figures and they've been pretty simplistic. But now, um, DX9 Iron Factory, their legend figures are almost as detailed as Masterpiece. Now this thing is a Voyager fig, a Voyager size to fit mm. in the legends in the legend scale. So. Um, I think I heard somewhere it's going to be eighty dollars on Amazon or something US. That's that's pretty damn good for a third-party Voyager. Yeah, and this thing's gunned up. The hyper details there. Um, I don't know if those claws open. Oh yeah, there's a hinge there. Yeah, he. I'd love to see some color on it to see how how G1 accurate they go of color. But he's a a nice looking bot, a nice looking Scorpionock, and he's going to be a fifth the price of. Pandeus or whatever that bloody that big one is. Make you're talking with, about make those pandanus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which which is, again is a great looking bot, but not for six seven hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, that those yeah. hips. <laughs> His right, elbows and right. something shocking there. <laughs> Thank you very much. So um, I'm not entirely sure when this guy's coming out. Let me just have a quick look. Um, no one else knows when he's coming out either. TFW says. No pricing or release date has been announced yet, but um, 
Yeah, he he does look pretty good. So uh, he's uh, Iron Factory EX18 Lord Scorpion. So good job, good job, Iron Factory. I reckon that's pretty good. Um, we're going to stick with Iron Factory for the next story. They they've uh, they've shown some uh, test shots and coloured test shots of their War Within op- uh, not Optimus, their War Within Grimlock. Mm. Now he's looking pretty awesome. It's Again, it's it's. It's the same thing with these with these guys. Like they they've just got this really nice level of detail. They're almost sort of a little bit super deformed, being there at the size that they're at, but they're they're well within proportion. Mm. Um, yeah, I reckon it looks pretty awesome. I didn't notice the tracks today, because this is well, the, so, uh, so this is this is what within Grimlock. He's a tank. Yeah, yeah. I remember the uh, we had a third party a little while ago doing a masterpiece styled one. Um, but he's yeah, I think so. There's a, there is a there is a a masterpiece scale war within Prime and Megatron. I think Grimlock's also on the table for those guys. I can't remember who it is now though. Mm. Oh, he looks very good for a Grimlock, um, especially at this size. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got the sword. He's got that double gun. So I'm 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 really liking this figure, and um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm. Like I said, I'm pretty scared that I'm gonna start buying it. Oh look, look, they've got the yeah, entire Dinobot range. Exactly, and that's that's where they get you. <laughs> Click the whole um, set. That looks amazing. However, that image is from 2015. It does take a while for them to get these guys out, doesn't it? Yeah, we did report on that a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. Our next story is a bad cube story. There you go. Bad Cube. Um, they're doing Gears. Are you excited about this? Gears isn't really on my radar. Um, I know there was no, an yeah, iGears out there. I would have preferred a Huffer. Um, but then I suppose they're going to release all the minibots, but between between um, them and X-Transbots, like they've just done Actros or whatever it was, not Actros, Arcos. Arcos, yeah. Actros. Na- names. Yeah. <laughs> They've just what done Beachcoma. Yeah. I-, I can see there's going to be a there'll be a sea spray in the next couple of weeks or a couple of months, um, which will be good. Need a brawn. Oh, no, they've already done brawn now back, so, yeah. They're just filling in the gaps now. So, like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit harsh on this, like, for one thing, it's Gears, but for another thing, like, Gears is not the most complicated bot around to transform, and, like, they haven't really, they haven't really broken from his G1 appearance for his face or his head or anything like that, and so, like, essentially, they've just scaled up, you know, they've just scaled up the the character's, um, you know, cartoon or even maybe their comic design, and um, yeah. just sort of projected his, the projected some of the parts of his G1 toy, and, like, I don't know. Like it's just an illustration, but the illustration is going to be an indication of what the toy looks like. And yeah, like I just kind of find it. I just kind of I kind of find it a bit unimaginative. That's all. Mm. So yeah, and we we know Bad Cube is not um, Bad Cube is not slavishly attached to to doing the um, to doing like a, a completely G run accurate rendition. But um, and they they do tend to have. Let's say complicated transformations, <laughs> somewhat for the sake of being complicated. It feels like so. War dog, anyone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Sun Surge also fell into that group. So, oh, okay. um, so bad. So bad. Cube uh, TFW reports that um, they've. <laughs> so TFW handily reports that. Um, they're on point. They're on point with their reveal schedules, so um, they're probably going to reveal more of it in the next few weeks. We don't know when it's coming out, and we don't know how much it's going to be. But his name is Grump, and uh, if you're a fan of Gears or the little minibots, you'll probably want to pick him up. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see Takara doing a masterpiece Gears anytime soon. I don't think any of the minibots are going to get done. So oh, Bumblebee did. Yeah, Bumblebee had to be done, but yeah, I don't see any. That's true. Pass that. Not unless right, they do some sort of gift set. <laughs> yeah, so we're, near, we're, near, we're nearly at the end of the news for, for this week. So um, this is... Uh, so we're going to move on to a Transform Dreamwave, which is a um, 
and oddly named, especially given the, <laughs> the old Dreamwave comics. Uh, so Transform Dreamwave uh, is releasing an IDW Bruticus upgrade kit. I'm certain IDW Publishing will be very happy to have their name associated with this product, so um, I don't know if that's going to stick to the finished product. But um, basically this is, this is an upgrade kit to make Bruticus look a lot more like a badass. Um, it increases the sizes, uh, the size of the cannons on Onslaught's back. There's, there's new feet, there's new hands, there's uh, a new sort of hip skirt and uh, a new chest, pe chest piece for chest panel or a front piece for uh, for Bruticus as well. So it adds a lot of armor onto this guy. And if we j if I just bring this up here, so um, there's a good look at uh, there's a good look at the finished product. Bizarrely placed in front of a little Optimus Prime. I don't really I don't know why <laughs> they've I don't know why they've chosen the smallest possible Optimus Prime for that. In fact, I'm pretty sure that might actually be an Iron Factory uh, legend scale figure. It's mm. not because that, that doesn't actually look like a real Hasbro or Takara Prime to me. That's um, way so, too detailed. But also, but also, like because of the way they've uh, placed it in the photograph, it provides no scale whatsoever. <laughs> how big this guy it could is. be MP10. <laughs> Yeah, I, like it's 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 completely unhelpful. But you know, thanks for trying, guys. Um, yeah, so yeah, he's a, he's a he's a he's a decent upgrade here. Like the the main the main impact of this guy, like because where your eyes drawn to visually, it's sort of on the the chest and the hip piece on the front and the cannons. The, the those cannons on the back of Bruticus on the, on the shoulders, they are iconic for the character. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's. Yeah, you know, obviously they're going to want to try and um, you know enhance them. So yeah, fair yeah. enough. I love and the hands. Also, I love the upgraded hands. Those hands look real good. They still incorporate sort of the fist or the knuckle missiles or knuckle guns yeah. that the Combined Wars one do, but a lot more detailed, a lot smaller size. They do, um, and you can see from this photo as well, all of the pieces actually attached to the the, the bot's vehicle modes <laughs> as weapons as well. <laughs> oh no! No, <laughs> big I, guns. I I think that's okay. Big, big guns are fine, especially for Combaticons. Um, that is not. That's, okay. that's not robots in disguise. <laughs> there's your. Uh, there's your, your. There's your fist oh, missile. Oh wow. He's got finger guns as well. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I don't see the point in uh, doing a new head. Um, are they actually doing a new head? Oh, they are too. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Spoiler alert for later, I've got Onslaught here and I think his head's pretty spot on to what the G1 figure was. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, just, I think it's just a matter of, uh, uh, yuck, whatever the, yeah, especially that bottom one, whatever the hell that is. I've got no, no idea what that is. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it's just... Do not want. We, yeah, we're going to make a kit. Let's just go as obscure as we can and... Throw a heap of other stuff in there and charge even more for it, even though it's one episode or something. So, yeah. All right. But then this is this is being shown on the Hasbro version. I've got the. That's oh, not, no, it's not different on Takara. Yeah, no, it's not because the brawl blast offs on oh, no, Arsa Jet. Yeah. Right, so these <laughs> are. These are rough early prototypes, uh, which means that uh, we don't have any release date for them or anything like that. So yeah. stay tuned. They're they'll, not, uh, they'll come in the next few weeks. Yeah, they're not perfect effects, so now we have choice. <laughs> yeah, this is true. All right, we've got one, one more third-party story to get to, and this is another upgrade kit uh, that is designed to attach to Leader Class Ultra Magnus. Now, I'm not sure if it's designed to attach to the Takara or the Hasbro one. This looks like the Hasbro one. Hmm. Yep. So um, what's it? So what's he got? He's got um, he's got a whole bunch of new pieces. There's some there's some new stuff to clip onto the feet. One of the big complaints about the feet with with Magnus was um, just the the sort of the gap uh, mm. where where the where the foot sort of um, reached down to the ground. There was a lot of gap inside it. So this seems to aim to fill in that gap. They, they've got some new pieces with some better hands for him. Um, I seem to recall that getting Magnus to hold his gun was actually a bit of a battle as well. So, so there's some new feet, there's some new parts to fill some stuff in on the feet, and there's just a whole there's a whole bunch of other parts that just fill in gaps. Yeah, on yeah, the gaps. it's mostly yeah, just filling gaps, make it more streamlined, 
Um, I think mainly when you turn it around, there's that big piece that goes on the back to hide that hollow section. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I nearly brought this. Not, uh, amusingly, they've not. Oh no, maybe they have down here. I was going to say they've not shown a picture of him from the back, but there we go. Um, yeah. 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 Fair enough. He do, he does he does look like he's a lot more stable on his feet with this kit. Mm. So that that can only be a good thing, right? Do you have this figure? I do. Um, I will I will admit to finding him a little bit annoying to pose, but I don't know if I don't know if I'm really looking to purchase an upgrade kit for it. Quick side note: they've got him in city mode as well. <laughs> I thought that was an unofficial yeah. thing. Uh, it's an unofficial product. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but but having magnets for city mode, I thought that was a like a fan mode for city mode. But... Yeah, but this is not Hasbro advertising. Yeah, this yeah, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a figure, really. Yeah, um, it looks like the it looks like the some of the some of the parts are actually designed to let's say enhance city mode. Not entirely sure how, but sure, it's just got some extra bits that stick out. Not entirely sure who would put him in city mode to display. But. Oh man, I've spoken to people who intend to display Soundwave and Blaster in like base mode. It's kind of weird. I'm gonna raise my hand and say that just just the MicroMaster stuff. I just if I can use my yeah. G1 MicroMasters on them, they'll stay as bases. Um, yeah, fair enough. All right, that's um. That's good. There's uh, there's no price or release date again for this guy, um, but uh, X2 toys. They, yeah, it'll look. These are at least coloured prototypes, so they are getting closer to closer to release. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's talk Combiner Wars. The uh, the the television. Well, maybe not the television series, but the the uh, Machinima series, which. Seems to have gone from sort of being a being like a collection of twenty or thirty minute episodes to being a collection of five or five or so minute episodes that will make one sort of one hour feature. A um, little bit disappointing on that front, but um, damn, it looks pretty impressive looking at this artwork here. Um, so this is, this appears to be from a sneak peek presentation that was uh, that was uh, delivered by some of uh, some of uh, Machinima's people. What have we? Who have we got there? There was, uh, you know, they had, you know, whoever's reporting this has not actually told us who was presenting stuff on stage. He is, however, blocking the artwork. You can see very clearly there. Yeah. That, um, move, <laughs> move out of the way. <laughs> look, a, a, a person standing in front of something that we want to see controversy has not been seen on this scale since Combiner Wars Devastator. I wonder if that's a Fortress Maximus scaled ion cannon. I don't know. Someone, I think um, someone said that they thought this was Computron. Oh, yes. I don't look at no. The back. Well, they look like the same bot. Yeah, they do. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I don't really know what's going on here. And also, it looks like there's a planet in front of it. Combiners are not that big. Um, let's. Oh, let's this too. I thought let's, that was the end of a cannon. Oh. Yeah. Let, let, let Let's just wait and see. Like this is. This is pretty confusing, and I, honestly, I think it's about time Machinima actually showed us some goods for the series. Now, this yeah. this is this is sort of a sneak peek thing that they gave to some presentation somewhere in the states, and they actually said that they're not producing a preview for the show, which I think is a bit of a mistake. Like you don't have sell to it. do that much. Yeah, yeah. Sell, sell the sell the sell the bloody show. Especially when most of the ways to watch it are on some sort of paid um, subscription service, like. You really need to sell this to get people to sign up and watch it. Yeah. Otherwise, people, people are just going to wait six to twelve months and hopefully get it on DVD when it comes out if they release it all on as as one big movie. No one buys DVDs anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's for another. That's you're amusing with your you're amusing with your twentieth century technology. Yeah. Quick side note: I brought brought Star Wars: The Force Awakens last week. So did, did you? Surprise! I, th I think you bought it, not brought it. Uh -huh. <laughs> I didn't rip it, but not this time. But um, it was just interesting that the Blu-ray's got 
all the special features and everything on, and DVDs has got nothing. Yeah, because they bought it. People who buy DVDs are the cheap people, and they want to give all the good stuff to the Blu-rays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, look, yeah. so we are hoping to see more of uh, more of Machinima's Combined Wars series in the next few weeks. Um, mm. I think the it's. I think it's due for release sometime in the next few months. So it can't be too um, far away now. Well, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. I don't know if they've actually announced a date for it yet. But um, yeah, no. The, so this this picture of Cybertron is quite interesting. Um, mm. So we know that we know that uh, Combiner was in the in its sort of in its cartoon universe is sent some 40 years into the future of, after the after the end of the war between the uh, Autobots and the Decepticons. So it's time of relative peace on Cybertron. And uh, so you can sort of see that this is sort of a, there's a big sort of city here showing a bit of, uh, you know, sort of growth and prosperity. And there's, you know, there's some cranes on tops of buildings up. But the more interesting thing is the fact that there's the um, surface of Cybertron is red dust. And there's clouds in the sky. There's obviously another planet or a large moon fairly close by, and it has rust, in, like rust clouds in the sky. I'll call them rust clouds. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so like there's all this there's all this interesting architecture going on there as well, which I guess sort of speaks to the design of the series. And if we flip back down to the other the other ep- not the other episode the other. Um, Picture here, we can see presumably Windblade. Now, mm. yeah, looking at looking at the heel structure, that's definitely Windblade, and Windblade is one of the uh, is one of the focus, the central characters uh, of the show. So um, yeah, no, it's it's interesting to get a look at the the sort of the character design. So it looks like the characters are somewhat cell shaded, but there's larger there's larger things going on there, obviously with um. You know, bots fighting and battles being waged in the background as well. So, um, it's yeah, it's an interesting look at the art style. And we can't really draw too much from too much from these two still images, but yeah, well, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that uh, Wing Blake can now be identified by her uh, footwear. Um, <laughs> I'm yes, well, so like uh, if it wasn't for that, it could have been it could have been Starscream. Oh yeah, but you look at the way that you know those wings are. Wing blades. You can't see the VTOFs in them, but you can sort of see the outline of them. Yeah, um, no, but I mean, but I, I'm just mean like we don't actually know what the characters look like in the show, and like that's yeah, a winged yeah. character standing at yeah. the side of town. So yeah, yeah. I like the the whole cityscape. Um, I love how there's layers. You've got the obvious the, the rusty sort of top layer, um, and there is a couple of freeways. Going off it, but then you've got drop down layer, and there seems to be like an underground as well. Mm. The uh, the seascape itself looks very techno organic, which brings me back to Beast Machines. Um, every yeah. building, every spire having a red flashing light is definitely Beast Machines. Um, I don't know why if a flying transformer can't stay away from a building and crashes into it, then that's its problem. But it. Uh, It'll be interesting. I, I, it's definitely something that uh, I want to check out. Um, how? We'll see when it, the time comes. But um, yeah, I really want to. really want to see this, even though it's comic based. But oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. No, no. Are you serious? Like, even though it's comic based, like you can't put things down like that anymore. It's a massive no. part of the <laughs> fandom. Yeah. And it's a fandom like, I want to get into. <laughs> seriously, like, you, but you need to you need to stop regarding it as a second class thing. Mm, I know. I'm sorry. It's, yeah, you just got to be you got to be careful. You'll have an exodus from your group. <laughs> uh. Anyway, but like, I mean, like, seriously, like that Ultra Magnus figure looks like a complete badass. That's his comic design. It, that's that's mm. not that's not Hasbro's design. That's like that's comic artists have designed Ultra Magnus. It's it's pretty awesome what they're doing these days. Yeah, um, Hasbro, it's, it's Hasbro, Hasbro themselves, Hasbro themselves at Botcon have started displaying Chrome Dome and Rewind together because they're a couple in the comics. Mm. It's like, and it's, there's there's an un, undeniable influence on the mainstream of Transformers line from these comics now. It's the comics aren't a fringe anymore; they are a massive part of the fandom. 
Yeah, and it's just great that a um, lot of the comic colorists and that are fans, and Hasbro are going to them for designs, like you said, for Magnus and that. Yeah. Um, well, so yeah. so for a long for a long time, some of the um some of the artists would actually design their figures in the comics with an eye to how they would transform, so that yeah. when it comes time yeah. to actually do a, do a, the figure as a toy, they can actually make sure that the figure looks like that uh, looks like that figure in the comics. Yep. Anyway, let's move on. There is one more story um, that I am going to give its due amount of uh, airtime to. <laughs> Boo, apparently, baby. <laughs> apparently, Michael Bay is going to blow up Stonehenge. I... That's, what that, that, that's, what, that's what we take from this happy snap of Michael Bay standing in front of Stonehenge. Just He's got that look in his eye that just goes, <laughs> I can't wait to blow this shit up on film. 500 tons of explosives. Wait for it. Uh, I put this in the run sheet for a different uh, a different reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, those Beast Wars fans will remember back into some of the uh, better episodes of Beast Wars, other victories, the other side, uh, pretty much all the uh, OV episodes. Um, they had what you would call a fully erect Stonehenge on Earth back there, and it was the uh, the main site for communication with the aliens. So this gives me a massive boner for Beast Wars in the uh, live-action movies. I don't <laughs> know how it will play into Prime flying off into space or what, but... I, I, got, I, got, I got a spoiler for you. It's not going to be Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't be. But still, but still, if if they, uh, yeah, I, we had this talk at Gold Coast last week, and even at Melbourne, I, the use of ancient sites on Earth, I do not mind. But please, just spend five minutes to explain why. I, the Sun <laughs> Harvest, the Sun Harvester in the pyramid, I have absolutely no problem with. But at least in Number four, say how we had to spend two billion dollars ripping it down, taking the, the guts out of it, then rebuilding the pyramids afterwards, or something. Just you want the engine on it, but take it and rebuild the pyramid or something. Just to, don't forget about what happened in the movies beforehand. <laughs> but that's asking mm. too much. Mm. I'll stop talking now. <laughs> Indeed, that. Is the end of the news. It's time to talk about new acquisitions. And I believe we both have some uh, new figures this week. Do you want to talk about them first? Okay. Uh, there's a lot there. All right. Uh, come on, Wolves Onslaught. You're going to have to tell people what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got two figures from uh, Supernova last week. Come on, Onslaught. I've got the Takara one pre-ordered and paid for, so I don't know why. It just uh, Simon had his there, and uh, I picked up Blast Off a couple months ago just to have that figure separate. But um, I think I really want the Hasbro one as well for reasons I cannot explain. Um, you wanted to spend lo- money. Yeah, he feels a lot better than uh, Hotspot. Hotspot? Yeah, I'll call him Hotspot. Um, he feels a lot better than him. His uh, alt mode's a lot better, so I'm pretty happy with him. Uh, second up, I got my uh, reissue by a third-party company, Mirage, which is uh, not wait, bad. Wait, 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 a reissue by a third-party company? Do you mean a KO? Yeah, reissue by a third-party company. Um He's pretty solid, actually. I'm surprised. <laughs> so, 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 it's, so it's a G1 Mirage knockoff. Reissued by a third company. <laughs> a third-party company cannot reissue a toy that they did not issue. That's how the word reissue works. <laughs> Mirage, ladies and gentlemen. Mirage, yeah. He's got, yeah. He's, got some, he's got some nice chrome. Um, he's nice and tight. I had a couple issues with some uh, KOs <laughs> last week, but um, 
He, uh, no, he's not too bad. For some reason, I've been hankering to get a Mirage. I'm not exactly mm. sure why. Uh, I think a lot of the picks come in of uh, Sphinx and the uh, the other third-party Mirage. I've sort of been want me want me to look at getting one of one or two of them. Um, yeah, DXI and Invisible. Invisible, that's the one. Yeah, mm. yeah. He's just he's something I don't have a Mirage in my G1 collection. Um, no, I, I, I've actually been finding, as I've been going through and getting some of the uh, collection box set, um, you pull these figures out and have a play with them, and it's, they're actually so much better than you remember. Uh, like like yeah. you said, he's solid, all the, all the jokes are, and like, he's also got a fairly iconic, um, a fairly iconic uh, look to him as well. Like, when you actually transform him, it's recognisably Mirage. It's, it's not just like this, you know... This figure that uh, you know is a bit blocky and his arms don't move or anything. It's like no, no, that's actually that's actually the toy that we remember. Um, it's it's the character that we remember from the cartoons as well. Like he he had a pretty good cartoon rendition and a you know version of his toy. It was pretty good. Um, mm. And yeah, he's like I said, I'm finding that a lot of these a lot of these uh, larger G1 toys, the cars, they're actually pretty fun to get out and play with. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Like the only. Uh... I think Sunstreak is the main G1 card that I'm missing at the moment mm-hmm. um, from the bigger line, anyway. So, um, also got these. Oh, right. Are they, are they catalogs or are they? No, they're comics. They're, they're comics. Um, are that is was that actually a is that actually a, a set or is that actually just um, actual issues? No, they're all the same. Uh, it's by Barbara, Barbara Griffith and Perez. Uh, yeah, so it's it's, num- what, what issue numbers yeah. are they? It's got number 45 written on it, but it seems to be mm-hmm. a Scramble City. Um, yeah, no, I haven't seen those covers, so maybe they're actually like... They're either con-exclusive covers or they're just alternates. But yeah, nice. Uh, it's yeah. working. Yeah. No, it's really not. That's okay. Yeah. Um, Cool. Yeah, the regular regular covers got uh, what is that? Cup, cup jet fire on it, which is not helping at all. Um, it's, re- it's, re- it's, re- it's really not. It's fine. You got some comics. Yeah, I I think I uh, I think I busted another on these ones. I brought four of them for a price that uh, I'm not willing to disclose because it was <laughs> probably way too much for them. Um, well, so probably not. Not if they're actually incentive covers. Like they're, it's, they're probably actually worth it. So I'm guessing you picked these up at Supernova as well. Yeah, got them, got them from Melbourne. A bloke come around mm-hmm. and visit us. Um, they got the they got the '86 G- It's not yeah, all the '86 movie art on them. So they might be a one-off. They might not be. I'll post a couple up in the group this week and see if I go lost out bad or really bad. Or you can um, just read them and you can just read them and enjoy them because that's what comics are there to be done with. Yeah, but I've got four of the same comic. <laughs> yeah, of, of the same one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, so are they all are they all different covers? No, no, all the same. All the the, Met, the Metro it's like the Metroplex box art on the back. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I'll get Fair I'll get some HD HD pictures taken of them, put them up in the group, and see if I uh. I've um I, I I can see these becoming donation drive prizes. <laughs> I can't give them away; they cost too much. <laughs> oh my but god! That's, okay. uh, yeah, but that's um that's me for like so. Well, so I've got a few things for this week. Um, number one, the giant the giant purple bad guy. Wait, I need to switch the camera to myself. Number one, the giant purple guy, Shockwave himself, or. Laser Wave or Destron Laser Wave. Um, I haven't opened him yet. Um, yeah, I, I haven't had time to open him yet, but uh, I am looking forward to getting him out of his plastic prison and uh, checking out what the, checking out what the big purple meanie can do. Um, a couple of a couple of other acquisitions that I ended up with uh, ended up with this week, courtesy of uh, courtesy of the uh, inimitable Jason Discount, who may have been watching last week. I, be- I believe he was watching last week because 
um, he told me he messaged me when he put this up for sale on his website, um, which I'm going to give a quick plug to. Uh, Jason is running a garage sale on his uh, on his um, website, which he does run the Internet Transformers database, which is like the Internet Movie Database for Transformers. And so, if you're interested in what he's got for sale, uh, head on over to garagesale.itfdb.com. And so. Because he was actually watching our live stream when we were recording the podcast last week, he saw me pick up and talk about uh, talk about Hasbro's Blur. There is a really, really nice, really shiny uh, Takara Blur. Look wow. at look, look at how nice that guy looks. That and is now, some nice paint. <laughs> and now because I don't because I have a, a Blur that's actually out. I, Kind of, I'm not really inclined to get this guy out of his box for a while now. So, do it. He's, do it. Yeah, he's going yeah, to stay there for a while. Along with that, do it. Uh, Jason, Jason's been kind enough to hold on to a nice shiny uh, Rodimus Prime from the, also from the Transformers United. <gasps> line. And oh, wow. uh, yeah, look at that guy. He looks awesome. Um, so yeah, very, very, very happy with him. Um, yeah. So those guys, those guys both arrived this week. Um, so thank you to Jason if you're listening. And I have one other little curiosity this week. Now we've we've often talked about um, we've often talked about our favourite our favourite mould our favourite figures, right? Mm. I mean I mean we talk about it every other week. So one of my favourite figures of recent times is the Transformers Prime Wheeljack mould. And this uh, this guy. Is a Transformers Prime Wheeljack mold. He's he is the deluxe mold, but he's massive because he's an oversized. <laughs> he is an oversized KO of Transformers Prime Wheeljack. And um, Maz at uh, Transformers One put this up for sale, and I was just like, yes, I'll have that. Thank you. That will that will actually top off my collection of uh, paints and repaints of this mold quite nicely. Um, and yeah, he's so like he's, wow. he's pretty good. He transforms exactly the same way. He transforms exactly the same way as uh, as the original mold. Um, it's just you know, three like times me. bigger. Yeah, he's basically he's sort of sort of Voyager class, sort of leader class size. Um, so if I pull that apart there and like, get that out there and down and like just very quickly do a really rough, shoddy job of transforming him. <laughs> um, look at that. He's, that that is a that is a Transformers Prime Wheeljack right there. Wow, and he's massive. So like, excellent job, uh, ex- excellent job, Kyung Kyung Transformers Company or whatever whatever you call it. Um, I am very happy with your product. Um, yeah, very nice. Well, wow. these uh, third party companies reissuing the original figures are just doing a bang up job. That is such a. <laughs> That is such a weird way of saying it. I don't know what you're playing at. Okay. Oh, KO is not a dirty word. <laughs> well, so it is if it's... Better so, yeah, it, I mean, like, it is. But um, I, there are some curiosities that um, you know, do sort of bear investigating. Now, the interesting thing with this guy is uh, the, the, the leg oh, joint is really, really tight, and you feel like you're going to break him, but... Um, <laughs> nope, nope, he's um, he's Okay. That's gonna sort of stay around there, and there we go. So, yeah, there's a very, very quick and dirty transform of uh, transform of wheeljack. We'll just shove his fist around there. You know, I'm just not even gonna bother with the rest of it. But how, how awesome does that look? He's yeah. he's he's a giant deluxe figure. That is um, awesome. And, he, and, and he, even better, he mostly stands up. He, I'm I'm gonna leave him off screen in case he falls over. But yeah, so um. Pretty happy, pretty happy with that for this week. Um, don't know if I'm going to be getting Ratchet next week, but we'll see. Uh, and pretty soon, I do have a box of stuff that's going to be coming over from the states. So we'll see how. Oh, that I love that. I love that direct deluxe Ratchet. Have they made a KO of him? Have they the big one? The deluxe Ratchet. Yeah, from Prime. You said you're getting Ratchet. Masterpiece Ratchet. Oh, Masterpiece Ratchet. He's out. He's out now. Like well, we'll yeah. a bunch of us will have him turn up in the next few days. Uh, that's that's pretty much it for the sh- for the podcast for the for the week. What do you what do you think? Are we done? Yeah, I think that's it. 
bit of a slow news week. We um. It was a slow news week, but I think that's okay. I think we I think we did all right. And the the third parties, as usual, picked up the slack, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, and my cat is uh, my cat is making menacing moves towards me at the moment, so I think it's about time we end the podcast before I come under attack. Um, that is it for the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, not sure if there's any big events or anything coming up this week. It's been a big couple of weeks with all the supernova news, so um, I think we're okay with a couple of quiet weeks. Um, yeah. This has been episode 58 of uh, Off the Shelf, and. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. You can find the podcast on iTunes. Head over there, give us a review, and uh, do be sure to uh, do be sure to listen earlier in the show if you didn't, and uh, listen very carefully for some interesting stuff about how you can get a masterpiece exhaust for leaving a review for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, and goodbye. Later. Nice. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of Off the Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook, where we have our off-the-shelf page, hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, You can send email to transformerscca at gmail.com, or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean have a review section where you can rate us, and that way we get out to more people. Till all the one. Okay, we're live. Live. Game night. Live. Which means we're the opposite of Prince. Too soon? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yup. <laughs> can't let it go. Can't let it go. Twenty-four hours, right? You know. All right. Shall we go? Right, yep. Go. R.I.P.D. <laughs> oh. What's the What's the D? <laughs> oh no! Okay, you can, uh, you can stop this and start again, can't you? You actually cannot, but that's okay. You can grab it and stick it at the end of the podcast now. <laughs>